happen. Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Tuesday, April 11th, we've got a half show today, so it's got to be quick. We've got Husker baseball on at 5.30, pregame, I think. Uh, yeah, pregame, 5.30. Uh, I'm here. I'm your host, Restoring American Values, bringing common sense to the Capital City. Johnny Cadillac's executive producing the show. Uh, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline's open, 402-479-1400. Again, I think, you know, for the remainder of the month, for the most part, it's kind of like, who do you support in the mayor's race, and why? I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. It's almost as if Lincoln is just a dead town when it comes to politics. Uh, it's, it's it's almost like it's a dead town when it comes to crime. And, and, and you know, I, I absolutely understand plenty of Nebraska be like, well, Jack, we just don't talk about those things. Well, that's half the problem. That's why nothing gets done around here and no real problems like our crime problem and runaway left liberal ideas ever get thwarted here in Lincoln uh, because, I don't know, nobody wants to discuss why they think things are good or they think they're bad. And so, you know, and then that leads to, well, I'm just not going to turn out and vote. If you turn out and vote, this would be a really nice balanced city. Um, anyway, uh, be careful. There is a pretty good wreck on northbound 56 between Pioneers and Van Dorn. Again, northbound on 56th Street, uh, between just, just north of, uh, Pioneers on your way to Van Dorn. Probably got to avoid that on your drive home. Um, anyway. Text line is open as well. This day in history, I always like doing that. Um, Nineteen twenty-one, first live sporting event broadcast on radio, Johnny. Nineteen twenty-one. We were actually at Easter, and my kids were asking their grandfather uh, <laughs> about things, and yeah, he was taking us in the wayback machine. Not no TV in the house ever. Kind of the sports broadcasts were the thing, and they did go to a theater. Well, kind of had the annual weekend theater, um, and my kids thought that was interesting. But this day, April 11th in 1921, um, first live sporting event broadcast. Interesting enough. <laughs> I mean, I can't make this stuff up. I just come in. I pull the news, I look at it, I pick tidbits. Our newsroom does a great job, you know, in between the show, getting stories out. But you gotta love Machete Man following up the 50-shoot shootout. I should actually say 50-shot shootout in the Haymarket. Now we got Machete Man right during the lunch hour. Allegedly, allegedly robbing a car. At De Leon's restaurant, which, by the way, is a great restaurant near 21st and West O Street. Uh, Remember, Machete Man allegedly, Gilberto and Tony Portillo, oh, Berintos, was arrested, but allegedly innocent until proven guilty. 
Um, right midday, he just said he needed the van, and the occupants felt threatened. And later, LPD had a good response. Uh, they were able to track him down uh, r- right close by, actually, and take him into custody without incident. So, hoo LPD. But, yeah, the machete was found inside the van. Now, Johnny, I know this is a little maybe too much for afternoon drive time, Lincoln, but uh, based on uh, caller yesterday and concealed and open carry, I mean, there you go, folks. An armed citizen. Now, I absolutely would have gave a couple of verbal commands to put the machete down and run away, right? I would not have exited my vehicle as being asked by Machete Man. Yeah. I would have given plenty of verbal warning, right? I can't say whether I'd give two or three. I don't really care. Two's always enough for me. Uh, And I would absolutely say, put the machete down. You're making me fear for my life. Do not come any closer. And he would tell me, you know, I know I need your car. Or what? You're going to slice me up with the machete? Please do not come any closer. Put the machete down. You are making me feel threatened. And then if he takes one more step, there you go. Case closed, folks. Case closed. It's not street justice. It's not wild. It's a criminal with the machete trying to steal your car at a drive through in the lunch hour here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And so that would be a potential... Really good story. I know it's gory, but good story for um, what self-defense can look like. Now, the two gentlemen in their capacity did the right thing, right? They just, hey, we're not going to cause any waves, felt threatened, gave him the van, and, and the police were able to get him. But, you know, here's the deal. He could be like the woman that just ran over two people and he's not competent for trial. Well, you know what? If you're not competent for trial, what are you competent for? Seriously, what are you competent for in society if you're not competent to stand trial? So then you're just a burden on society. So in this case, this guy who somehow needed a van and decided, I need a machete to force people out of it, right? So you've got safety, you've got invasion of privacy, you've got theft, you've got potential harm. All that could have been stopped by an armed citizen. But... The commander is absolutely saying, make sure you give verbal warnings, escalation of force, we call it. You're going to need that because, you know, all the lefties are going to come at you when you put a criminal down, even though he was going to kill you with a machete over your van at the drive-thru. Make sure you know that. Escalation of force, you know. Bottom line is, is, as soon as he raises that machete, that's a threat. Um, I'm good with it, but I'm not the courts, I'm not the law, I'm not the politics. So make sure you use your escalation of force measures, um, and always, always know your firearm safety. But I kind of thought about that yesterday as we ended the show talking concealed carry and just open carry and or why we have the Second Amendment and stuff like that. And let's be honest, who knows where this case will go? I mean, again... The man arrested allegedly did this. So I am just allegedly saying what could happen, you know, in a different frame of mind in a city. Um, and honestly, I would have been celebrating it because a person who 
has bad intent and is going to use weaponry to threaten people and hurt people just to take your car has uh, has really no 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 reason to be around. I mean, you know, and who knows, he'll either go to jail for a little bit or he'll just say, I'm not competent to stand trial and he'll walk free and do it again and again and again. So interesting story there. Whether it's the 50-shot shootout in the Haymarket or now Machete Man trying to take your car at lunchtime here in Lincoln, Nebraska, you got to watch out. 1,499.3-KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, back here on Tuesday, uh, April 11th. Uh, we've got about uh, nine minutes before uh, Husker Baseball versus Omaha pregame. Uh, so we'll have a short show here. Uh, yeah, machete man shootings. I mean, folks, you're just going to have to go out and pay attention uh, and cast your vote. I, I will be sick if the voting turnout across the city honestly isn't a record. Isn't a record. I, I think the race, not just for mayor, but the down ballot race and city council are so important to the fabric of this city. Again, not me saying, oh, it's got to be 100% conservative. No, I don't believe that. I believe Lincoln should just be a nice, balanced town. And it's not. Um, it's not at all. Interesting enough, because uh, I get asked a lot of questions about the race. Um, as you know, Suzanne Geist has the uh, endorsement of the police union. And you, you probably should ask yourself about that. You know, if everything's so great with policing, why would they why would they support the challenger? Right? Maybe you should ask a little deeper questions there. I can give you a simple one, right? Again, hypothetical. Well, when your mayor sits with protesters that throw bottles of gas at officers and then shoot fireworks at them, not to mention, you know, shoot eventual bullets, uh and then doesn't prosecute that doesn't make you feel very supported as actually the man and, and women on the ground. Period. End of story. I mean, that, that's you don't have to go any further than that. Uh, interesting enough, uh, Colonel Tom Nesbitt, uh, former state patrol uh, colonel, friend of the show, he also supports Suzanne Geist. And I think that that's interesting because you actually have the people that are professionals in that field coming out and saying what they can. He's retired, so he can say a little bit more. The police union can just kind of give a stamp. I mean, they're not going to give you any, you know, crazy statements. Um, But I can see a lot of you going, well, Commander, what about the mayor getting the endorsement of the the fire union? And Roger, Roger that. She did. Now, I will say this. Hypothetically, guessing, 
observing this city for two years to do this radio show, that it wouldn't surprise me that there's some backroom deal there. It wouldn't at all. I would not expect, if I am the fire chief, the head man, I would not expect to have a job within a year to 18 months if the current mayor is reelected. I would not expect to have a job as head of the Lincoln Fire and Rescue if she's reelected. That's just what it, it smells to me. That's an opinion. That's my thoughts. That's if I was in his shoes. That's if I was watching all these dynamics. So that's just me. All right, Johnny, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. What do you got? You know what? I support our current mayor. Why? Because I, I think the, the police are just whining and complaining. The chief back then, you know, he just wanted to blame the mayor. Well, what are the police whining about? We had 50 shots down in the hay market. Do you think that's good? No, recently I'm talking about you're talking about the uh, protest or the uh, vandalism or whatever the state. Do you was. support eleven plus million dollars in property damage and no prosecution? <laughs> yes or no? It's a yes or no question, Johnny. Well, okay, so let's see who do, who do, do you that, right? support that? Because that's what happened. Uh, you know, I think I think we need to find who to blame first. You can't be blaming well, little kids for this. Oh, We're you can't. You can't. You can't blame the people that did it. Johnny, 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 if I run into the back of you and break your neck in cars, you're not going to blame me? Your insurance company's not going to come after me? That's completely different than, you know... Then what? Then crime and $11 million in property damage? And we know we know that police were undercover involved in these protests. Oh, so what? The police helped. Are you telling me the police police, did this? Police were breaking windows out. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. If it wasn't them, I bet it was the National Guard too, because they wanted to move. Johnny, Johnny, what planet are you on, man? You you have a lot of good calls. Look, you have gone crazy on this one. The the police went in undercover there and messed that one up too. Wait, wait, I'm talking about Lincoln. So you support the mayor. You support the mayor and you say, hey, you know, all the damage that was done down there was done by our own police and they're they're bitching and griping. And and, you know what? It could have been a Republican, a rogue Republican that was like, you know what? Johnny. You've lost your mind. Okay. Why else do you support the mayor? Yeah, hey, she's good looking, man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, hey, that is a thing, uh, meaning that it is true that we all see people differently and attraction and all of that. And I mean, there's kind of a reason that um, across uh, sales and on TV, there's pretty people. Um, I don't personally make political decisions based on people's looks at all. I listen to what they uh, are about and their values. Uh, but, you know, in the end of the day, at least Johnny's honest. He always has been. I think he's just blowing smoke there <laughs> about, oh, geez, the riots. But, I, again, that oftentimes is how a lot of Democrats think, right? I mean, they just kind of, not all Democrats, far left. There's By far in the Democratic Party, there is very, very, very good people, just like the Republican Party. But it's on the fringes that it gets weird. And uh, 
I mean, in the end, it's historical fact. The police were told to stand down during the riots. Who makes that call, folks? It's not Jack Riggins sitting in his lazy boy observing the law and just, you know, enjoying my night. No, that is your senior executive of cities and coordinating with police chiefs, okay? They were told to stand down. So somebody allowed the city or the downtown area to get ransacked. And if you're not going to accept the fact that we have to hold all political leaders accountable, well, then you've just lost the American way. It doesn't matter if that was a Republican or Democrat. We, the people, have to ensure our elected officials are doing the right things. They dropped the ball there. Simple as that. Um, but good good call, uh, Johnny. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Jeremy, yeah, you're right. Johnny, you've lost your mind. Your D-A-M-N mind. Agreed. <laughs> Terry, I, I think, uh, found the same way. Uh, Chris, late on the text line here, and we got to get going, but uh, we can share a city or country with Democrats. We can't share a city or a country with leftists. Yeah, well said. Well said, Chris. I agree. We need a lot more Democrats, Republicans, independents, people kind of just willing to understand the problems and solve them for us. We don't need far left or far right. Uh, thanks, guys. Short show. Enjoy Husker baseball. Pre-game coming up versus Omaha here at 530 on KLIN 1499.3.